Love Talk Radio. You're listening to Pack Stereo on the Internet at Live365.com. Yeah, 
39, over 3,900 real members, so I want to thank you all for doing that for us. Oh, also, and this is a big deal to us, and I don't even know how much you got to see, Dave. But it finally turns out that our shows are now being recognized at IMDb. That's right, IMDb. Oh, man, I didn't know that. Yeah, IMDb, well, I thought it was just in DB. I am the I am. Right, right, right. You know, like you said, I just. I am to be like, I am the bomb. There you go. You don't know if it's a bot. Well, you know, it, it, it gets us, we're getting recognized a little bit, you know. So that's, all the information is not there. Well, old morning coffee is there. There you go. So they're listing now. Okay, first of all, increased recognition of tax stereo through more of the traditional outlets. Right. I guess that's nice. You know, I'm such a leftist, you guys. I don't know if to be happy about it or to just, you know. <laughs> so, but it's, 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 it's one of your boys shirt, man. There you go. So there's yeah. a positive, right? Yeah. So better representation. If you take a look here, for example, at my page now on IMDb, look at all this. They list all the shows, Morning Coffee with Mario, mm-hmm. Victor, Director, Cinematography, and all this stuff. We have videos now up there, Tina Marie. Also, the oracles. Yep. They're all up there, Vic. Yeah. The demo reel is up there. Phil Perry, live in the studio. There you go. Those are all up there. Now, as part of the IMD, there's, of course, Victor Allen's. The first, it all started by Miko, you guys. Miko got about, you know, because she's working out there now doing her acting things and being all actors. She's connecting us to other communities, and she's the one who wanted to get her IMDb profile. Now, you know me, I was kind of like, you know, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but Victor and me, once, Victor and Miko, once again, led the way, did all that stuff. And so I had to come behind them. And once I saw what Miko had done with getting the I, Victor, the award winning, I Victor. You don't want to give him the award. I buy, I buy awards. Bill's going to get one in a minute. He deserves it. He deserves it. He deserves the award, too. Right. Award-winning I Victor. Right. Uh, uh, so they started with that show being recognized, and now they're recognizing Morning Coffee with Mario. They're going to be recognizing. There, there. As you can see, Mario's Magic Mixtape is in the process of loading. Right. Victor Allen's new new sports. The only one we haven't heard back on is Hot Picks. You know. We haven't heard back on the Hot Picks by MVP. They put it in that review category. You know why? Get reviewed. Because it's the rebellion. I'm the one that represents the one they can go, not this cat. Not this (laughs) cat. He's not painting the picture of our, our community the right way. But I am still trying to effort a momentous behavioral change where now we'll look at you with more clothes on than you've ever seen before and recognizing your Wikipedia. That'll do it. But you know what the thing is, though, and uh, Vic, is that it's got the numbers. Yeah, By the way, that's not the only one. Victor Allen's, Victor Allen's local zone so, yeah. has been approved. So now Vic, that's shocking to me. Local zone has because, been approved. That's yeah. Victor going out shooting bands around the city. Right. We thought for sure the copyright... But no one's ever really messed with us. Yeah. No one's that we, we when they have reached out to us. Asterisk. Yeah. We took well. Okay. <laughs> but when artists have reached out to us, we told them who we were, and then they all agreed. Sure. Yeah. For the most part, Layla Hathaway said we could play too. 
Right. Not the whole concept. concept but she right. was still really cool with that. Where at first they were like, what are you doing on the... Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, that's what you got? <laughs> Oh, that's kind of cool. It's all, it's all about the that's money. Cool. Yeah, it's all about the perspective. Yeah, once they the find out that we're really artist-focused, artist-centric. Yeah. And that's who we are. And there's almost, since there's nobody like us, they they never expect us to be who we are. Because there is nobody like us. So no one expects that. No one expects us for people. We have that old 60s mentality. <laughs> all that brother. Well, I love you guys. Oh. Hey, 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 hey. Nils is gonna, we gonna, we gonna do some sipping and schmoozing with him yeah. uh-huh. in a minute too, so we gonna get a chance to do the stuff. So I know you guys are anxious. That's good. Mm-hmm. We want you anxious. Dick. Yep. Uh, Wednesday night. Okay. First of all, tomorrow night, Tuesday, the Quiet Storm at eight o'clock. Okay. Season finale. Into the summer. Yep. Join me for the music to end the summer. Okay. It's gonna be smooth and lovely. Here on the Quiet Storm on Wednesday, the premiere. But now it's titled Making Mario Hemsley. You know, I got a couple of friends of mine who are working on a book about me. It was their idea. Uh, these are the interview sessions that they're doing for the book. My idea was that if you're going to interview me, you might as well shoot video. Right. And Absolutely. that way you all, you all, you know, they're book writers, so they're hesitant to be. Right. See, we're pushing somebody else mm-hmm. into the public space to write. So now they're going to be interviewing me, right. increasing their Facebook profile, doing all their social media as part of the book writing so that the making of the book, the making of the book, all of that is going to be captured right? as part of the process. That's what we brought to bear, Vic. That's what I offered to them. And really, I'm looking even forward to Victor actually more because he's interviewing me. I'm looking for Victor more to, to fill a certain personality point. You know, oh, well, you because I can't leave the, the look, interview of me. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you that and one got formula the that works. It's one thing to have somebody that interviews you and they say, well, who is he or she? It's another thing if they've already known you. It's another thing when you get those people who know you that come in and say, well, let me give you my insight on Mario Hensley. <laughs> That's what I look for. I've offered that up. He, you know, the guys, you're going to love my My guys, you're going to love them. They're really real. They're really, they have a lot of integrity. You can watch the struggle with being on the air. I told him we're going to laugh at him. But they're, they're yeah. gonna be at, he's going to be asking the questions. Yeah. You just have to help him along. But I think I suggested and gave them the contact information for two of my old girlfriends. Just two? I said, well. Two. That's 50-50. I mean, you get one, maybe. Okay, I can do more. It was a start. The idea was they could talk to someone who knew me. Right. And that vein, and maybe that fills out the story. What kind of, you know, when you tell us, you write a book about someone, there's always an issue what you want to tell. I said, I have no secrets. I have no wife. I have no children. I have no employer. I'm loose cannon. Mm-hmm. I'll be there for Wednesday okay. night. You just said it. You just said I'm it. I'm a loose cannon. I mean, I'm... Okay. What do I have ask, to do? Ask, ask Nils what he would like to know about you. Nils got all those things that I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and all that stuff makes you behave differently. It does make you behave differently. You're okay, well, you said loose cannon. I'm a know. loose cannon, so that means when you come and watch you, you want the making it. of Mario. Right. I've told email, email was asked, are you sure we can ask? I said, dude, you can ask me about everything. I don't care. Okay. I have no secrets. I'm not embarrassed. You could ask me about anything. So he said, okay. And they went back and thought about it some more. And said, well, we, 
me on some new questions. I said, I don't care. I don't care. It'll be wonderful. It'll be beautiful. So, all right, we're going to come back in just a minute and be with our with our guests. As you know, every week I get to do a slideshow animation with the photography of Victor Allen. Sometimes when Victor's in the pictures, it's either me or Miko who is doing the photo day. So this one, I did a lot of the pictures. And this is the latest slideshow animation. Take a look, take a listen, and we'll be right back.
good, baby. Looking good. And our friend. <laughs> Our own slideshow animation in-house. Just for you. Wow, just for you. All right, you guys. For those at Facebook, I want you to know we reset the broadcast uh, a little early. So for those of you at Facebook, we, we're now in our part two section, which is our news, schmooze, and other stuff section. So I wanted to say hello and welcome to you once again. Before we, before I, just to refresh your memory, mm-hmm. let me show you a piece of our special guest. Thank you. 
is to decide how much you're willing to show them. That's right. You told me that. <laughs> and I'm still struggling with that. <laughs> I don't have a camera in my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, no, but I'm just saying, like, how often do you want to, you know, be yeah. out there? You know, uh, it's the. I just went through that with. Uh, I went uh, to Europe uh, recent tour this year. I played in uh, in the UK and Manchester, London. Wow. And I was pretty active during those shows, and then I did a couple of weeks in Germany just to visit my folks. And I didn't really feel like being on Facebook and, and doing all this stuff because I just wanted to have some private time with my family, and then I didn't care about you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how, you know, Virgin, all that stuff. Yeah. Was, I would have loved to see I, you know, well, that's some of the well, stuff. Well, that actually, I did bring a video. That's that. That, 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 that roll bond thing <laughs> is <laughs> something we did over there. Yeah, see? So, uh, uh, since he, well, since he brought that up, I have that here. I have that here queued somewhere. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see if my technology is working. Uh, Hi, Emil. Representing the M1 record, yeah, bond racing team. My family and friends. Oh, oh. I love this ride. We did. We covered this. Oh man, unbelievable. So this is like a ski lift you take up the mountain. Then you have a ride about, you know, it's how many miles? It's, it's like uh, it's uh, two miles, two and a half miles. It's great, you guys. See, this is see. That's what I'm saying. Even though we object, look how wonderful this stuff is. Yeah. Look how wonderful. It's just uh, above Salzburg, the German Austrian border. That's where I grew up, basically. Wow. Wow. That's my favorite ride, dude.
you, you do things as a producer, sometimes a director, and sometimes as a fan. The part I love about doing this, I treat it as a fan. So when I think of it as a fan, I think about if I had all this equipment around me. I say, turn on everything, put it on the roof, put it everywhere, shock treatment, whatever. And then when you look back on it, it says, tell me which ones you're going to eliminate. Did that with his concert. That's it. Used everything. So it gives it a different feel from the stuff that he's done, which is really, he has great videos. But our homegrown, he hit the nail on the head. He said, energy. Energy trumps everything. And yeah. if the energy of that moment in a video sustains itself, it lasts forever. I mean, the tools are available these days a lot easier than, you know, even a decade ago. Yeah. And uh, so it's all about creativity. I think, you know, that's what's the fun. I love, I just love playing with it. You yeah. Know? It's fun. It's like, to- it's like yeah. Toyland. And, yeah. and imagine, and Mario and I talk about this all the time. I said, it's one thing to try to have a platform so you can show that you can work. It's another thing, you, your com- competition, which is out there, treats this like it's toy land. So they tend to go with reckless abandon. And we try to encourage people. And say, you get away from your introspective overthinking. Treat this as like you. It's Christmas. It's yeah, we, well, we, I guess the key is we don't serve all those different oh, no. masters. No. You know, we... We're here attempting to bring you the music that we love, and inherently there's some integrity in that because it's not a lot of fluff, or even in the case of deals that I, you, if there is fluff, we made it. You you have the benefit, you know, it's like if you watch the commercial or the promo, you have the additional thing that you know that we made it. It came directly from us to you, so... You know, again, that's why we do it. I'm right. so glad that Neil feels that too, because I think people always say, "Well, what are you getting out of this?" I said, "Oh, the journey's marvelous, right? Absolutely marvelous to be it able is. to do this." Now, Neil told said uh, for us to go to his Facebook. I mean, mm-hmm. his YouTube. Right. Neil, which one did you, I can show a video just about that? Which uh, one of these should I go to? Uh, Neil's guitar is really my YouTube channel. There is a Neil's Music one, and I was never able. It was with Pacific Coast Highway, it had a oh, different thing, yeah, yeah. and it has half a million views. Yeah. And I never was able to kind of fold it over into the new one. It's the only song. It's the only song on that account. Everything right. else on the, is on the Neil's guitar. Yeah. And if you want to see something, if you you find two of a kind, okay. there is a great uh, example of a a, a, a no budget video. Let me see if I can find Neil's guitar. There you have these are all from my Sarah Smile is on that one. Catnap is on the uh, these are all on that on the YouTube channel. Um, so type in type in uh, uh Neil's guitar one word. Make it one word, I think you get better. Yeah, we get the deal just like you guys yeah. get to do And then stuff. and then uh, type in two of a kind. There you go, top one. Right but you know what? It's the count that you got listed as Neil Jetner, I guess. You think you can't come They're putting an ad on that. <laughs> they got you. <laughs> Two guitars. This is nice. 
Cinematographer, he has yeah. to add those credits now, see. <laughs> he has to add those credits now, too. <laughs> what do you use Final Cut Pro? You get to, you know, you are editing. Absolutely. And he's doing, and really, just great stuff to watch him do it. Everybody, that's our guest today. So, and so, Mills, what are you doing now? Well, I'm finishing up my next records. I have one more song to mix, and I'm done with the next album. Um, and it was quite of an odyssey. Uh, I lost my record deal last year. So the, uh, the label been with records. They decided they wanted to, you know, they don't want to invest in albums anymore. Mm. Huh. Uh, so it kind of took me back for a minute. Huh. And uh, I had to do this record myself. Wow. So, uh, which was a whole new challenge. Without well, bravo, my brother. Well, we know we can do it. We may groan about yeah. having to do it, 
But in the back of our mind, we know we can do but it. But it's all it part of it. It's not just you do a CD. It doesn't mean you just do the music and then you're done. You know? Right, that, right. That's just, uh, that's just that phase. And uh, I got a little crazy. I mean, I was working on the CD now. I'll put probably more work on this current album than in, in several albums before that. I really labored on that one. And uh, uh, But it pays off. I'm happy about it, you know. Also, Alley Cat was a hard CD to, to follow up because there were so many great songs in there, so I was really so critical to have something that really can sort of keep that standard up, and I want to like come down after a great album, you know, sure. so right. I needed to, to be up there uh, myself, and uh, uh, so I'm happy about where I'm at with this project. Can I ask you a question? Sure. That's why I'm here. Alley Cat <laughs> was under the umbrella of the label, right? Right. This next project under the umbrella of you. No, it's going to be under M1 Records. Um, M1. So the transition, you were making, yeah, I'm just trying to follow Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's almost, yeah. I have to start over. That's so right. So basically, if you sign to a label, what hopefully happens, they'll give you a record budget to do the next yeah. record, the next record, the next record. That's what what they thinking. basically, they reinvest what they make from the first album to the next album. Gotcha. Uh, this label we haven't done a record with. I hope they give me, if it's successful, give me money for another album. But for this first album, I had to basically come up with everything myself. So I'm, it's almost like starting over, you know, like many artists out there. You have to pay off. for the artist. You yeah, have, I have to pay, to pay for the, the studios, the recording, everything. Yeah. So you tapped in. What did you tap into that you found that you could do that you wanted? Because now you said, hey, look, I had to go do this on my own between. Did you tap into something that says, oh, man, with a push, I can do this? What was that? God, I have to ask everybody for a favor. That's <laughs> what I did, you know. It's like, uh, exactly. help a brother out and play me, <laughs> and play me some drums here and, uh, yeah. right, and make deals. And, right. you know, but get creative. Uh, I mean, uh, with the studio, uh, the studio position, so he wanted me to produce the song for him. I said, hey, produce your track. Give me the studio time. Right. See, that's the and, way it works, too. Love to give the stuff you already do naturally, right? Right. right. Like if you have to even give a guitar track to someone, yeah, they'll help them out. Neil, could you come over and lay a solo for me? Well, that's what we, I have a group of musicians yeah. like Johnny Britt, Clydeine, Jackson, yeah. Oliver Brown. We are working together all the time. Johnny is over. Um, Neil's doing Love a Christmas record. Can you help me mix it? Can you Love put some Johnny guitar Britt. on that? I'm sure. Right. Johnny is over. He, he played the horn section, like the new record yeah. has a little different sound. A lot of horns on that, so he did all the horn parts. He did vocals. He played keyboard on it. He was over my house every day <laughs> working and working with me. So wow, uh, it was great having having really realized that a build over the last year a nice relationship with a lot of great musicians mm. and was able to tap into that. You know, and uh, those things don't happen over day. That just takes. Uh, yeah. You know, you've got to be ready for other people. But I think what helped me out is. Maybe that's already a couple of decades back, but I changed my attitude from when I meet somebody, from thinking what what can that person do for me to thinking what can I do for that person. If you approach everybody like that, yeah. you make yourself indispensable. Yeah. And 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 they want to be, they get kind of drawn to what you do, and they'll be more than willing to help you out. Absolutely. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Just like a little light. <laughs> yeah, because I remember when we wanted to attract musicians here, we had nothing, Neil. We had nothing for low four tracks. 
And I was like, well, if we build a nice enough studio, and I learned how the big bitches will come. They'll come. They'll, they'll mess around. And Dick and I were like, okay. Yeah, good luck. We had never good luck, man. Good luck. Look where we are today. We sit with Neil. Oh, yeah. Neil, you sent over four tracks, too. So we, I want to play one of them okay. on the way. And by the way, we're going to put, you know, as I face the show, we play music in between different sections. So we'll, we'll be using Neil's throughout. So you'll get to hear. So Neil's in the, so you're just picking the first one that I should play. Um, Shake it, not stir, straight mix, sway mix, or we got love mix. I would say, uh, I, I want to call the album Sway. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my titles. Let's, let's, let's start with that one. There you go. Cool. Here's
right down the body here. Showcasing the music, the artistry of our guest here. He is an E-man. Means they do everything. They make the Kool-Aid, sweep it up, hook <laughs> the wires. <laughs> Wonderful track, We Got Love. You know, remember, this is your preview to the upcoming uh, project yet to be actually even titled. Yeah. My meals, you guys. So this is about as early as you can get. Yeah. And it's wonderful indeed. Sneak preview, right? Mm-hmm. So are you ready? Yeah. We got to fight the miseducation. <laughs> All right. Everybody! Marijuana for You know, once again, I want to apologize for that lead-in because I actually was doing it initially as a parody, you guys. And then I tried to change the title to something more informative and people kind of objected. They wanted (laughs) marijuana for dummies. And so Victor added, you know, the miseducation of marijuana because so much of what we're doing is undoing the miseducation of marijuana by uh, bringing you information and facts as they become available. You know, I I get to really walk that line because 30 years as a board-certified pediatrician, faculty experience at USC, I ran the pediatric ICU there as faculty. And now after 30 years to be done, and I can come out the closet and actually share my use of marijuana and then medical marijuana to treat a variety of things. So part of that for me was the catharsis of actually being able to hide it. Because I remember being around some young folks, they were like, tell us, tell us again why you hide it. You can't tell people you smoke weed. And I was like kind of giving the whole generational thing. But it's a changing time. And therefore, because of the stuff we're learning about medical marijuana, the uses of marijuana, which are actually aiding and helpful, I felt obliged to come out and talk about it. And also because I had reached a time in my life where I had no wife, no children, no employer. (laughs) I had nothing to really risk. Right. So I did. And so one of the things that, first of all, amazed me is that you need to understand that historically, Research for marijuana's positive effects was never funded. <laughs> so there was very little research. All the research that got funded was about the negative aspects. Now, as that start, started to change because of practitioners' use and a variety of things, for example, it looks like it could be a wonderful treatment for PTSD. Now, for those of us who smoke weed, for a lot of the reasons like I smoke weed, because it winds my personality down, allows me to be relaxed and be a little, you know, slow down and not to not to really worry so much about my back. It doesn't make my back feel better, but it doesn't bind you much. <laughs> so I get these benefits, so I can totally understand why it might be beneficial for people with PTSD or any kind of a stress disorder, because you can use marijuana and specifically works for those kind of things to tune them down. For example, when your loved one pisses you off and you want to kick their ass, <laughs> smoky weed will help. Yeah. It will help. If your children, you just want to... It's been stupid anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
people drink and they get stupid and get aggressive. <laughs> I, I never seen somebody being in a brawl because they all smoke some weed. That's right, that's right, right, right. Well, that's the truth. And Neil's, you know, for me again, it was catharsis because well, Vic actually encouraged me. Amazing how my buddy encourages me because I was always in the closet trying to play that role. I Vic was, you know, sharing these things is empowerment. And he reminded me of that, even about my back, yeah. dealing with the spinal stenosis yeah. and all that, and the constant pain for the most part. You just learn to ignore it. You learn to ignore it, and weed helps that. By the way, I have a wonderful, I'm, I got sour diesel here. Sour diesel is a well-known, well-known hybrid. Okay, I even have it down here. It's an extremely sativa-dominant hybrid strain that people know. Okay, and that means... It's mellow on you physically. You know, when you want weed that'll pin you to the chair, <laughs> that's an indica. Wow. When you want to get more of the cerebral effects, the mellowness without the physical, then usually a sativa. Sativa's better in the morning. Some of you, have, as I've said, if you have an indica in the morning, you're going back to bed. You're going <laughs> to take another nap. So, but if you want something light with your coffee to get your day going, I often use sour diesel. It's a very common strain. You know, sort of know it a little bit after a while. And so, there, and I just wanted to share that information with you. Again, the cost of an ounce is going down, though. Top shelf in my ghetto dispensary right down the street from USC. <laughs> $210, they give you some edibles. Wow. So, that's top shelf. And remember, part of the Miseducation, and I, I give this warning every show, is about the potency of the day's marijuana. For those of you especially who've never smoked in recent times, especially you guys who used to get high 20 years ago, 30 years ago, some of you 40 years ago, and now you decide to get high again, okay? Well, it ain't the weed from 30 years ago. So that's the first thing I warn you, because even though there's no known Specific toxicity. In other words, they can't tell you a toxic dose for marijuana. We usually have something called an LD50. For every drug, they have an LD50. That stands for lethal dose 50%. That means the amount that kills half the test animals (laughs) is the LD50. And they can't give you an LD50 for marijuana. So when you come in the ER, I can tell you as a person who worked in the ER taking care of people with these kind of things, the biggest issue I have is to make sure marijuana is the only thing in your system. That's the biggest thing. You come in with all these symptoms, you say you're smoking weed. Right. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run every test. Right. Everything. So that's the biggest issue. But once you do have marijuana, your head is spinning, and we park you over there with an IV. <laughs> and it got to keep moving, got to keep moving. <laughs> so recognize the biggest way you end up in the ER is by overdosing yourself. One, by too much edible, because sometimes you don't realize the cookie is four doses. But you have three cookies and a couple of shots of Patron. Wow. Wow. With your old lady. And then wow. you wonder, then drop a Viagra. <laughs> and then, wow. you, then you wonder why you're in the ER. <laughs> Stupid. Don't do that. Pay, direct, pay attention to the directions. Again, that's my main warning I give you. 
Because also with the edibles, it, it takes a long time. Takes a while. Then it'll hit People you. think, oh, well, nothing's happening. Right. Start and driving. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> My goodness. You got to watch out. You're right. And remember, I told you the weed potency. And I've been smoking for a long time. And I tell you, the weed don't need to get no strength. <laughs> it finally hit that. Right. I, I was like, the weed doesn't have to get any stronger. I'm titrating less. Mm-hmm. I'm smoking less. Right. Because it's, it's potent. It's potent. Right. Gee, just tell me. All right, now, I did my warning. Big, 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 but big news of the day is about recreational marijuana delivery. So you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. Recreational marijuana, okay, because there's a company called Eve, okay, and they just got $27 million in funding, okay, wow. and they're basically is a weed delivery startup. Trying to go, I always thought about Uber Uber Weed. Mm-hmm. They got Uber Eat. I knew you was going there. Why can't we have Uber Weed? See, because you, what happens is you register, everything's done online. Okay, that's worse. You go online, you register online. So when you order stuff, they have all your information there. They got to do that way legally. Have you in the system, and they verify some kind of way that it's you. And uh, then they send it out. Now, so I was like, why can't they have Uber Weed? If it's legitimate, why can't you have Uber everything? Hmm. Uber drug, you got pizza, what's the difference if it's really legal? Okay, I don't see why it's not coming. I mean, I mean we still got to wait till next year so it really kicks in here in California. Right, because they take it forever. Now, notice right. Vegas did the same thing in three months. You know, mm-hmm. They approved it in like October and was still in January. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 and the only thing yeah. is that they ran out of drugs in Vegas because they had some little clause that allowed the alcohol companies to control the distribution right. for the first 18 months. Some kind of political. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why it works so fast. <laughs> <laughs> because let's face it, it's, it's all about there, there's, there's money to be made. Right. And uh, I think, you know, uh, even for the state, you know, like Colorado is doing, putting a tax on it. A sensible one, hopefully, uh, should bring revenue. And and, and I'd rather, you know, as I said, I think this is less lethal. This is more harm, uh, it's harmless compared to alcohol. Yeah. Um, you know, I still don't advocate you should maybe drive with while you're totally yeah, intoxicated. Right. It's yeah. never a good idea. But yeah. what you do in your, you know, in your own home, you chill. Yeah. And uh, I think people are going to get less crazy. You know, as as uh, you know. Nobody's gonna speed up his wife or uh, a whole, whole, you know, kill somebody with a bottle yes. uh, when they when they're smoking some weed. Whereas you know they might be drunk on alcohol and do some stupid stuff. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I said to me the the education of this. You know, you wish, you know, not trying to go backwards, but back in the day where they, you know, they had all these different cigarette brands. My question kept rolling in my head: is, Are they all equally under the same potency, just different names, different promotion, or do one bearing has more of a toxic effect than the other? And that information wasn't really readily available. The approach to it was totally different than what's happening now. And, and it's still very difficult, difficult science because it's a plant, and there's right. thousands of 
THC. In other words, it's naturally occurring in a plant. Right. Different derivatives of the same chemical. In other words, whatever makes tobacco taste like tobacco, yeah. or cabbage taste like or carrots, it has to do with the individual plant's variations and how they process things, like their sugars or whatever, right. to make this product. And so with weed, you see the same thing. Right. Hence. When you really try to be standardized, try to standardize it, it's difficult. For example, they do harvests of the same plant, and the variation amongst the potency as you pull through those pieces of the plant is amazing. Yeah, because, because yeah, it's about how it developed in the sun. Right, like which one's the plant over here? Yeah. This looks like, well, you might harvest the whole row, yeah. right, Neil? Mm -hmm. But from the bottom of the plant to the top is different, mm -hmm. and so... There's a tremendous variety, so when you attempt to standardize it, it's going to be difficult. Well, it's it's not right. made in a map. <laughs> yeah. right. I mean, you've got to check out, you're right, with your point with the potency, you know, the stuff is getting really, really strong, and you really just need very little to be careful with it. I think the main thing to me that I want to get across is the, the difference between letting the drug use you and you using the drug. Right. The difference to me is like, that the, always the criticism was like, okay, kids getting high, they're unmotivated, they don't do stuff, right? And they're just smoking, and, and that's why we should be against it. Uh, that's a, that's when the drugs using you. you. But in other words, if you do it the other way around, if you know what the drug does to you, like you say, it relaxes you, you can use it at certain times, right? And 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 this be really a helpful tool in your life. Yeah. You know, if if you start to be responsible about it, you know, I I want to just chill and relax and, and 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 smoke a little weed, and and just maybe just to calm down. Maybe I was aggravated. Maybe I was like, still very hyper from something. Your normal smoke. You know, or, <laughs> yeah. or uh, I mean, it does it does open up for musicians. I mean, most uh, a lot of the best music we made in the 70s, 80s was made under <laughs> the influence of Morana. You know, uh, oh, yeah, the dark side of the moon totally. or something. We never had, would have had totally. ten more albums like yeah. that without it. So there's a creative effect. I don't, I don't smoke uh, to get high when I when I work on music, just because I'm doing all the technical stuff and it doesn't help me. Right. And I realize that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I have been writing some great material when I was when I smoked the joint. You know, it's just later I had to get actually get the technical stuff to get another time. Yeah. You know, because it you puts know. me in a different frame of mind right. and I think of stuff that I otherwise wouldn't have thought. Mm. Yeah. And that can be just, you know, I always say, you can't really mix tired, you can record tired. In other yeah. words, I can record you while I'm tired and do a relatively good job. Right. Can't really mix tired. Because right. the tiredness would affect my mix. Gotcha. I learned that. I learned that I needed to mix when I was fresh, right. kind of just that whole, because I needed a kind of a purity kind of a thing happening with my ears. So like Neil says, you learn about these things about yourselves, about the things that either are good or bad. I was mostly sharing with me, like Victor said, what it helps me with. I'm just so type A. And it's so funny, my most wonderful combination is to make a pot of coffee and roll a joint. Why do I always... <laughs> Why do I always? It's not like I have weed and wine or weed and beer. Right. I have weed, weed and coffee oh. mm -hmm. and work. Right. And I love that whole, you know, 
think it does. But again, those are part of the purposes. Right. At least, no, I just I went on ease, by the way, tried to see if they had marijuana delivery in my area, and the answer was no. But, you know, it's close. There's a new business opportunity out there. Yeah. And I just saw some uh, brochure material behind Mario's left-hand corner. A couple of celebrities. You know what I did? I said, I checked that stuff out. Okay. Well, I, you're sourcing. When you start sourcing, I said, oh, well, this is okay. a platform. Okay, I'll just quick. Whoopi's product, Whoopi yeah. and Maya, medical cannabis, $16 for this jar, yet to be opened. Right. You know, because I wasn't a big, okay, this is like medical cannabis, THC raw cocoa. You're supposed to spread it on, like, apple slices. When you say Whoopi. Crackers. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. So this right. is Whoopi Goldberg. It's her line. Right. I bought it because I was in the dispensary and I couldn't. I had to buy it. It's Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> right. But you know, I'm not, I was waiting for somebody because I love to share this kind of stuff with people who don't really smoke much. So then when they have it, they have the edible. But it is. They want you with fruit or on toast. You can make it into a hot beverage. Notice the language they use. Whoopi and Maya, edible cannabis. All right, you guys. Oh, excuse me, what I have left. You know what I'm telling you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. Hey, what up? Oh, shit. He just loves that part. No, I have nothing better. I didn't figure out anything better, so. <laughs> That's what we had for a while. All right. <laughs> We're going to be coming back in a sec, in a, in, a, in a moment for sports, but we have two more cuts by Neil. Uh, how about shaking that stereo to show we? Yeah, okay, well, about that track. So this is a release from a band called Catch the Groove. Okay. And I produced this single. It just comes out right now, I think this week. is a new album that, that they released. Uh, it's a song that I produced for a client. I do production for other artists, so. Okay. Uh, may plug the website nilsmusicproductions.com, so N-I-L-S musicproductions, one word, dot com. Uh, they can reach me there to maybe help them with getting a record started. There was a, uh, a band that did, and uh, I wrote and produced a song for them, and the, the single of the new album. Oh, cool. All right. Be right back.
Great. Take it out third. Wow. That's our guest now, so we want you to get out and support it. Go to the website. Check it out. Mm-hmm. All right, we have to reset and get ready for our part three. You, those of you who know how we do this, I give myself 60 seconds. 60 seconds to refresh. So all the Facebook people, you're going to have to refresh your page starting now. All right, we're going to start that stream. Stop it there. Stop it and get ready. Right. 
I'm not going to get into the controversies yet. That's why I said I don't even want to talk about this, because you guys can spend that all day long. But when a boxing organization doesn't have regulation, I mean, no oversight. If I was running it, and I'm the CEO, and I get to dictate regulation, uh, what are you guys going to argue about? Now, is it right and is it fair? That all depends on who's owning it. So I'm going to go to the question again. Fight, does it get into the top ten fights of all time? And I like to go to Marvin first because he has to he has to go back to that old school. I know, but went, it was good. <laughs> you know what? It has to do with your age. Yeah. It has totally to do with your age and your generation. And when you tuned in, for, that goes for all of this because right. you're going to naturally think of the best youth experience. Right. And just that we have some fights that go back some very famous fighters. Right. You know, so I have my bias because those were the famous fighters of our time. I can just think of stuff, you know. Right. Uh, don't go too far, baby. Not Jack Johnson. Not Joe Lewis. No, but Sugar Ray Leonard. That's, that's what I knew you were going to go to. Yeah. Because of those Roberto Durant and all. Okay. That's okay. You had a bunch of famous fights. Hit Man Hearns. Let's just pretend like you're talking to a 20-year-old. I Well, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like you said, it was bugging you. You could see how they were selling it. 
So a part of me always goes, I see what you're doing. I got to create one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I gotta create Who's gonna be in the room here that says, "Stuff as much of me down their throat at your cost, your dime, and your penny." Who's gonna be in this room going like, "They say, you know, we can run fifty spots for you in the next two weeks," and you go, "No, that's too much. Just run fifteen. Anybody in here taking less? No, no. Okay, so. <laughs> yes, right. That's, you know, there you go. <laughs> right. So, so me on the other side, I'm, I'm actually literally going to this group to try to look at this. Still the question, I got a backup question on this. Is it in your top ten fights? Regardless of no. you already said. No. What? All right, what well mainly because for me, I'm again I'm, I'm so I I watched a little more I've never been a big boxing fan, but the historical perspectives were there. Plus it was a bunch of parties, you know. Right. Go to party to watch the boxing match. Mm. So these two guys just want celebrities. And the other ones we would go to, right, even if you were going just to look at the girls, right, it'd be like right. boxing party, you right. know, watching boxing. Okay, <laughs> dress up and go, you know, look at the honeys. They had some celebrity. Now, These guys have no celebrity. They're trying to sell a celebrity. Like, I never heard of them. Still can't figure out how to say Golovkin's. <laughs> anyway, I don't get it. I don't Let me say this. Watch this. This is why I say it's more than just boxing. Is it in my top ten? I say relative. It's hard because you got to remember all the fights, and I remember so many fights when you go from yeah. Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, Marvin Hagler, come on, and I'm talking about all across the spectrum. Yeah. Heavyweight. This is not a heavyweight fight. The heavyweight fights bring out the best because they are the ultimate gladiators at weight. They can knock you out right punch. Right. Right. A little guy. But, yeah. but, but the reason why, <laughs> right, and the reason why I like this is because imagine that you're going to an event. Mario's about to go there. And it's a party for the boxing match. And live is Neil. So Neil gets to sit there and go, I got the, the crowd is already going to be there. I get to perform and warm them up. Are you going to have time? Right, you, you got it all. Making money off of the thing. Mario gets to turn around and go, well, that's, that's let the, me live. So you're saying have a party I'm just before the fight. <laughs> <laughs> right. Why are you pumping all your videos? I'm pumping everything, man. Pumping everything. So, so me, right there, then you got the fight. You, and you pump your videos back do up. Do you not then at this point say, That's not a bad idea. This is probably going to be the top ten or greatest final time. Aren't Bowl you going to say that? Super Bowl two. Are you going to say that? Yeah. So it's perspective, right? No, we're all bullshitting that. That's right. You're teaching us bad habits, but, but we're creative right. enough to pull this shit off. Oh, right. right. I'm going, it's relative. If somebody's 15, 20, 25, they're not trying to compare anything pre-2000. So it's also all relative. Now, if you're going to have to be in the room with the, the barbershop guy, you know, way back in the day, they're going to bring up Sugar Ray Robinson. They're going to bring up all these other cats and say, oh, you guys don't get it. This is just the one fight at this time. What they didn't have back then is the commercial competitiveness of UFC MMA. So it was boxing as our gladiator sport. Now they got alternatives, and at the same time, this, this new genre allows everybody to fight as much as possible, whereas boxing, you wait for that once, and then you wait, which gets me into this question. It didn't matter if this was a draw. They were going to have to find a way to have another continuous of a fight because you don't even know who you want to see moving forward. Would you rather see this fight that you may or may or not have seen 
or Conor McGregor in a UFC match? Mario. That's a hard one. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Really Would you rather see this fight again or Conor McGregor? You're not going to see. I might want to see Conor McGregor. Neil, who would you rather? I don't have. I, I stay out of. I propose to give you an answer. Because, and I'm only. I don't even want. I'm not even going to fight either. I'm only judging it by the commercial. So you, 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 I didn't see either one. Neil, I'm only Conor McGregor had interesting commercials. Yeah, yeah. Did he not? No, but these guys both seem like nice guys. Right. I don't watch. I'm not really back in. But, to this, so I'm not a good guest against right, no. case, but no, but you, you've been real. Which one caught your attention more? This fight that I've heard McGregor before. That's what I'm See, that's what my yeah, point was. My I point. didn't even watch either one either. I'm just saying these were two nice guys kinda right. to me. Right. And I just didn't give a shit. We <laughs> <laughs> didn't give a shit. And they ads like Neil said, the ads were coming trying to make us give a shit. And right. I was like and then when the guys talked they were so bored. No boy, I was like, okay. I don't care who wins. Yeah, it's like watching a soccer game of two teams that you don't care about. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. I mean, look, we're not looking for zero, zero. There's right. nothing I can relate. Right, see, but McGregor can sit there and say, imagine what I did for the UFC and the That's boxing what the case, right. Because I had to go crazy and buck wild and challenge, knowing that I probably was going to lose. Not in his mind, he's going to believe. Okay. What other fighter but can you do? something. Yeah, what fight other fighters? I can't oh, name I can, any, I can't okay. name any UFC. Oh, I don't know. There I, is, mean, I don't know there's celebrities. There, I, I know McGregor now. There is they one, which is going to get to my question. That's what I was getting to. If you can use everything all considered of watching a boxer by name that you heard of in the last few years, who would that be? Floyd Mayweather. But see, he's retired. There you go. There, <laughs> there is a cat who's throwing away the business. His name is uh, John Jones. Ranked number one, clear in UFC. This is not McGregor's land. This is the light heavyweight, heavyweight land. He's clearly number one, but he keeps getting caught up in PED violations. So pound for pound. They can change the rules. So, so my whole point is, <laughs> so my whole point is this. All, yeah, things, all things considered, would you want to see Conor McGregor fight? Or John Jones, who's number one. I never heard of John Jones. And his brother. <laughs> Y'all hired me to prefer him. Okay. That's their branding challenge. So watch this. In other words, words, they want me to give a shit. But they yeah. have to brand John Jones. Well, see, here's right. the part where I'm saying where he's missed out. I never heard of him. His brother plays pro football. I forgot which team he plays for. So his brother has been a professional first. He plays in the NFL. This is that part where they go, this guy got caught once, he got caught twice. It's three. Okay, man, you're giving They can change the rules of just that test. That's the way they use it. You're endorsing it? No, I'm just saying right. the way they make stuff is, you know, some way to make a bunch of problems go away is not look. Right, 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 right. right. That's historically the way the government does it. Okay, all right. So, so, <laughs> right, so right now, we, we, we're not, I'm not going to even get into who you want to see. Yeah, because I don't really know who we heard on commercial. Which, right now, it seems... A retired guy or Conor McGregor is your best choice of movie. That's player. right. That's boxing. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's it. I'm not going to put Neil. The Neil's floor a, where the Neil gold is to give the guy a concession. <laughs> it's got to go. Wait a minute. Let it's got to go. If it's not boxing, they will find another sport 
alternative. In today's world, I don't know how you avoid the suits. Your goal in this is to give the guy a concussion. Okay. That can't go. That can't right. stand. Now, just for the sake that I need to cover this, yes, is there an issue with the fight? It came out to be a judge's issue where everybody said Golovkin won based on rounds. Except the correct. female judge. They Adelaide, tried to yeah. yeah. Adelaide, they, they were trying they, to hide that. Right. They're getting on her as much as possible. I said, well, wonder if she did this. This is what I'm doing. Maybe she just took some money like... No, no, no. I, I'm saying, look, first of all, if it's not regulated, who's, all you got to do is the fight. The draw is about the business. Let's just say her score was 118 to 110 in favor of Canelo, which everybody said, oh, wow, you're so far off compared to everybody else's evaluation. Okay, let's just say she went 114 to 113. All that matters is that one judge. So they, they went on her and said, oh, she went... Uh, what was she looking at? I said, well, what if she went 114, 113 Canelo? Do you point at her now? Because that one judge who said draw guaranteed almost assured the percentage of a new fight because they need to go somewhere else with this. So it's easy to go point to her and say, get her out of here. Well, it's easy to go point to her because they show that judge card. Right, right. I mean, that is the fact. I mean, right. we can say, what if chickens fly? The point is she voted. The exact opposite Absolutely. of everybody else. So that is, you know, there is the objective part. It, that part is what it is. Right. I, I didn't again. I didn't watch the fight. Right. I just looked at some of the news that was the controversy, and the only thing that I saw was they had the scorecards right. up there. Right. And she's the exact opposite of everybody else. So right. I don't know. Right. And and, and I'm not. It could have been a payoff, like the fellas. Maybe they all got paid and one got paid to go the other way. I don't well, know. Boxing's notoriously dirty. Well, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They've already complained about that. At the end. Yeah, boxing. When you have the greatest. Who? Who's in the room going like this? The great, Here's a fight of all time, and it's not going to be a second fight. Is it bad? I mean, no. if it's going to happen, no, you're going to have another fight. Again, the nature of the promoters. Okay. It's a business notoriously known for being, you know, <laughs> you know, corrupt. Right. And they say and they say that out loud. But when you have no regulation, nobody can say anything. That's why it's unregulated. And I have went to Who's Best Bet must see to watch. And so far the the room in here hasn't been able to look at anyone else but what we already know. Which proves the marketing can and falsifies Huckabee. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, that would be good. 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 That would be reason why I say that because, you know, the Miami Dolphins played in our wonderful secondary stadium for the L.A. Chargers. That they couldn't the sell out even though you have 35,000 people. Don't be hating. That's how I saw the news. They couldn't sell it out. Stop. In L.A. See, Mario has to, you know, we got to get Mario on the other side of everything. See, Mario will take more and make it greater. He's going to take this and go like this. say We have been with no teams to do boring teams. Wait a minute. Don't care about right here, the you can see where he's going with this. FC outdrew all of them. And why not? College football is I'm just saying, think about that. 
That's the problem of being in L.A. Yeah, but SC, we're going to talk about SC another time. Okay, angry management. This is what it is. I remember this. I went The last Super Bowl I went to was in San Diego, and I remember the Raiders, I think, were playing, I believe it was Tampa Bay. I can't even remember who it was. And a center came up missing. Now, when it's some other stories, why? Well, a man named Lawrence Timmons, linebacker, Miami Dolphins. Of course, they won. They beat the Chargers. He got angry the day before. For some reason, it had nothing to do with football. It went AWOL. So my whole thing is to project here. When you get angry, Dude, you get mad. Wait a woman. When you get mad, they went from AWOL to inactive. When they jumped from there to there. And it wasn't the job. Right. And it, it wasn't there right. to Miami. It had nothing to do with it. So here's my thing. Here's my so it has to be a woman. Wait a minute. Or a man. Let me, just, let me say it officially. Timmons went missing from the team's hotel in Los Angeles just before the Miami Dolphins game because something angered him. He was officially ruled inactive by the team and didn't make the trip to step up center where the Dolphins won 1970. Excuse me. If he went missing right before the game and he he said he was ruled inactive and didn't make the trip. He wasn't going to make the trip because he was missing. So part of this is that they didn't get a reason, so they tagged inactive until he can give them a reason. So my question is, is this. Are they already negotiating for other players at this moment at that time, or are they going, there's a good reason, let's wait it out, because he didn't tell anybody. He just got angry, and obviously it came from another source and not him. Because if you're AWOL, you're not giving them information. What do you do with this guy? You do what you do with any employee that doesn't show up for work with no excuse. This NFL. You usually yeah. fire them or get ready to at least cause them some kind of a problem in terms of repercussions and stuff. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's a team sport. There needs to be a certain discipline there yeah. with everybody. You know, you cannot just be on your ego trip and say, well, I'm pissed off right now. Uh, you know. Someone has to work and do Somebody didn't make my bed right or whatever. <laughs> 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 right. Which, yeah. which tells you, he used to be, a, you know, and, you know this, he was with Pittsburgh. He used to be with Pittsburgh. Timmons, that whole crew, I remember watching him. He's on the Dolphins, and he got angry. So, Mario, you and I both go like this. Is it a woman? No, it's unfair. We shouldn't go there. Why not? Why not? As the number one <laughs> chance he was having. Well, regardless, I mean, the one thing is it affects his teammate. That's right. You know, I'm looking for it. was like, in my world, it was all my base player all of a sudden is right. about to show up. You imagine you know? what's going to happen. Yeah. It, right. it, it messes up my show. It messes up everybody. It messes up the, the, the fans who came to see the right. show. That's you know, right. The same, you know, like they wanted to see their team. They wanted right. to see him. They wanted to see the, the team win, and now all this is messed up because he's mad. Uh, he might have a legitimate reason to be mad, but he better deal with it one way or the other. That's what I said. I can't wait to – what? Don't, don't give me the sound effects. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute, dude. We're going to get Because I want to come back. I'm going to have my gunshot. I want to follow up with this. We're going to I, see how good we are picking the three reasons, if there are three or the number one reason we believe he got angry. Because he got high. Because I got high. Yeah, it's like you're the one that he got high would have made the game. Now, wait a minute. See, that's what I'm saying. Had he smoked some weed, (laughs) see, had he smoked some weed, 
He would have made the game. Okay. He would have been with smoke some weed. He said, okay, I'm going to go and get on the bus. Right. And I'm going to take, take the position outside of this. I hope there's not a health concern or anything with his family, an emergency. I'm removing that and hoping that that's well, not that the you case. Well, you that you would have said yeah. that. Right. And so I'm going, yeah, that you told I'm going to this. Neil, what would you think? Just speculate. The number one reason. Maybe you got a bill from the IRS? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. I got it. Mar, you say number one? Woman. Woman. Yeah, because I, I, I'm, I'm second you there. Baby mama. In lieu of, 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 of repeating that, I mean, government or somebody wants to garnish his wages or something like that. Okay. I'm going. He's in L.A. You don't want to go back to Miami. That's a that's all I got. I wish I could say it's a woman. I don't want to do that default position because it's too easy to go. I mean, it's that bad, but, you know, they had a lot of, you know, they had some damage. <laughs> right. Okay. Go on back. All right. <laughs> uh, so, so, so far, no crime, which I like. The room did not refer to crime. Thank you. Now we're going to go to the next one. That's my whole hope is that somebody said, oh, you robbed somebody. You did something. That didn't happen. Well, you wouldn't. That would be really extra stupid to bring attention to yourself. Right. I like not showing up at your usual and, and how often have then you'll be an idiot and we need you off the street. And how many <laughs> there are idiots on patrol in all I'm thinking about natural selection. We have to project we have to protect the <laughs> genome. Okay. We don't want you reproducing. <laughs> you know, choose wrong. a stupid woman that have stupid children. Stop. Stop. <laughs> and they're gonna get on Mario and go like this. I'm just He's saying not happy. Mario was a dumb one. I'm like, really, really. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going over to. I'm going over to my favorite story in the NFL because I'm not going to get into the breakdown of all the games. Is that I believe this man is home. And when I say that the beast mode dance during the game against the New York Jets in the fourth quarter, where the Raiders won 45 to 20, I don't know if you guys seen. It. When he was with Seattle, he would just walk to the sideline. Handle this business and chill. But his home is open. Beastmo's dance went crazy. They're talking about how entertaining it was. And when you see it, I'm not talking about how he looks. It has nothing to do with that. It is almost like he says, Oakland's my home. This is where I belong. I'm having such a good time. And I've never seen him this happy in demonstration at all. Remember, he's a guy that don't want to. Media interviews, he stopped joining. He's very quiet, but he gives away the... He gets his favorite burger. He gets his favorite pastrami. <laughs> he does nothing good about being home. He knows the same. He knows to go get your shit. Well, he does you it. Go get it, you know, no matter what, because it's home. It is. You know, you got your family and friends around you. I'm sure it's stuff you don't think about till you're right there. Right. And get a chance to entertain it. Hey, but look. You know, I'm, wonderful stuff. I, I mean, I've, I've seen where the rules are going to change where they stop the celebrations in the end zone. They, they, they try to confine them, but they haven't talked about the sideline. So imagine the players go on the sideline after the nigger touchdown, casually over their weight, kick off, and start throwing their stuff. Will they legislate the sideline after what they saw happen here with Lynch? Or will they just go, hey, leave it alone? Well, I don't know. I think they probably just leave it alone. They're having enough trouble trying to deal with the handles. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. You know, so and they so, got enough of this kind of crap. Thank you. So I don't know. Is I it, don't know what they're going to do because 
you know, some ways fighting it makes it a bigger thing than it ever was. Right. That's the right thing about it. Yeah, see, but my thing is, I think Goodell, he's always thinking, here's this situation, now they're going to take it to another level. I'm already thinking Well, I mean, I'm sure they're thinking it. They have rules about having your shirt tucked in. Right. I mean, come on, they have rules about everything that people just don't know it. Right. They have all of those rules. You can't wear what you want any kind of way. You can't actually, you know, you're a paid performer. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. I got one more because I'm keeping this a shorter segment. I'm just going to go over the line items on this one because I want to know what was the most impressive victory this week. And I picked four teams, and you're going to see some obvious teams that are not on the list, and I can tell you why if you decide to sit back and say, well, what happened? I put Denver over the Cowboys, 42-17. to Tennessee Titans over uh, Jacksonville, 37-16. Atlanta, 34. Packers, 23. Chiefs, 27. Philadelphia, 20. Did you watch any of the games, Mark? I watched some of the, yes. Okay. One thing I've learned already is that I was going to put a list up of the injured players that has happened in this current week. They're falling like trees. The, the, the injuries are just, they're mounting up. So the team you see now may not be the team you see at its best. Green Bay suffered from that in the Atlanta game. And a couple of other teams did too. But still without that being consideration, who's your number one team right now at this time this day after week two. In your eyes, what you see? Denver Broncos. They looked smash They looked against that against injury. And that's you watch a limited yes. football. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because they, they, they lost Jordy Nelson, a couple other players. So I'm just saying. I'm semi-protesting. <laughs> right. I know. What, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? It's like, like partial sex. Oh, just enough, you know. Okay, okay. You don't work with a sweat. I'm going to let you carry that subject I'm by yourself. Saying, so I watched a little bit of the Denver game. I watched a bunch of the replay stuff. Right. Uh, so, but one thing I can say, I, I get, I at least have some hope that someone will defeat the New England Patriots. Well, I didn't include them for a reason. They played the New Orleans Saints. They hate them? No, 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 no. See, if they didn't lose the week before to Kansas City, this is expected what they would do in New Orleans. And New Orleans is winless. They don't really have a defense. So yeah, they actually, right, so actually them winning 36 to 20 is not a big deal. So I don't give them credit because they were playing a, a competition. The game that stuck out in everybody's mind is what they did with Ezekiel Elliott, Denver over Dallas. He only gained eight yards rushing. Eight, the leading rusher from last year. So, and they're... Basically, Dallas is basically healthy. So when you can beat up on them that way, that was my most impressive victory. Uh, the most competitive, believe it or not, I thought was Kansas City-Philadelphia. So on one hand, Jacksonville is who they thought they were because they named them the number one defense out of week one, which is you don't go there that fast. And Tennessee showed them, yeah, you're not there yet. And then Atlanta, Green Bay, it is what it is. The replay of the NFC Championship. But injuries aside, the same Green Bay team may be different going down the road. Right now, I didn't think Denver was going to lay waste to 
satisfied. No, I think oh the idea of the idea well, what the playoffs are going to be like. Denver yeah. is going to be there. Green Bay will be also ran. They don't yes. really have it. Seattle's an also ran. Yes. So you only have certain people that look like contenders. Atlanta's a contender. Right. So Dallas is a contender. Yeah. They, they, they are. There's a bunch of people that just aren't contenders. I thought Dallas would be a little bit more coming up in the game, uh, a little bit more bite. I didn't know. You look. Back. Well, there's, they're, 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 they're at the slower side, but they'll be there just tech, like the Giants are supposed to be there. But we'll right. see. The team that everybody should take a, a good look and continue saying, because of the competition they play, Kansas City Chiefs. They, they're showing it. I hope they don't do that eight, nine-game stretch and then all of a sudden fall off in the playoffs, but they look exciting. Both the, the mass destruction of offense belongs to Atlanta. They, they got so many weapons, I can't keep up with the names. So, just right now, that's all I'm doing. And I'll let you guys watch your Monday Night Football because by the time you see this video, the game will be over. Anyway, I'm out of here, man. We're going to go to the uh, hot takes because I just didn't want to cover everything because I'd rather hear Neil's music. You know, I just really That's it. That's right. We do have the Sports recurring segment of the Morning Cover Tomorrow Show. Here every Monday. Part of the show. Come on, dress appropriately. Sports bras and jock straps. And for everyone, watch it confused. <laughs> Be part of it. Yeah! That's right, it's getting the show today. We have a special guest, and his music has been wonderful. The final selection, Straight Mix. Straight down the line. Mm. Be right back.
his music, the new CD, the new project. Yeah, give it up. Those of you who are familiar, we cut the show up into our segments, returning for the final segment. Those of you at Facebook, you have to refresh your page. I give myself 60 seconds to complete it. 60 seconds to affect that transition at Facebook. You'll need to refresh that page as we stop the broadcast now. Just get your browser.
Okay, this is the last segment, and then we get to close out this song about, and that's about all I can tell you right now. This is the part where you guys get to relax. You can protect your humanity, and you can also appreciate the art and the gift put upon these wonderful individuals who I say are ladies of empowerment in music. And oh, I decided you chose do, that just for deal. Yes, I did. Ladies of empowerment in music. And, music. and specifically some that like you may show. not know and some you may not. And what I'm doing, for all of you guys who are heathens, Martin, <laughs> y'all can judge and give them a rating if you want, but I'm looking at the body of work. And so this is a recognition program, not just stuff for the flesh. Well, you said ladies of empowerment. Well, Marty, you just happens that you picked some beautiful ones. Like I picked the ones who are mostly talented. Now, I could have went to some high school bands. I decided I'm going to leave that for another segment. But we're going with the ones specifically that I may not be aware of. Mills may, maybe. And this is a part one. There will be a part two. So what I wanted to do is just go ahead and tell you guys that this Hot Picks is going to feature some wonderful musicians who are influenced in different genres of music, but they just so happen to be more focused in the jazz area. It just seems like jazz, they, jazzy people they are tend better to pick up the, They pick up the instruments, <laughs> man. They're they better looking than jazz. You know, I, you know what? You get, you get somebody from rock and R&B come back here and challenge you on that? Be careful. Yeah. Rock had his pretty boy Dado with the big head. That's not what happened. Right. All right, here we're going we're gonna to do this. As you guys know, you may or may not know, but I'm going to start with my first young lady. If you don't know her, you will know her now. All she goes, I love her name. Esperanza Spalding. Very simply known as an American jazz bassist and singer. Spalding was raised in Portland, Oregon and was a musical prodigy playing with violin in the Chamber Music Society of Oregon at five years old. She was later both self-taught and trained on a number of instruments, including guitar and bass. Her proficiency earned her scholarship to Portland State University and the Berklee College of Music. In 2017, she was appointed professor of the practice of music at Harvard mm. University. Mm. Do I need to give her a ranking, or are you going to do that and take it to a new She's wonderful. Okay. She's wonderful, I've right? Seen her. Okay, yeah, let me see. Watch this. No, you know who she is? Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah, see, you already see. This is why I said this is. We may get educated because Neil's know more about her yeah. than I. Well, she's a, a, a like like a music wonderful performer, uh, absolutely a proficient player, and uh, you know she brought her own style, all power to her. Wow, wow. So you said empowerment too, right? Yeah. She's one that's right. young. She's attracting young folks into playing these instruments. Right, right. Right, and the, and where I'm going with this is is because I'm not worried about the genre as much as the accomplishment, and both can be addressed. Now she's gorgeous. <laughs> That's what I'm she's gorgeous. Now you see why I'm doing this. He's good, but he's gorgeous. You're gonna keep. This. Hey, now, I'm still single. Oh, I see. Here we go. Oh, man. Okay. I'm blown away. I heard about it before. I just didn't know her portfolio. I just, I really didn't. I, when I, I heard about it, I went to the videos. Okay. She, she got some great videos. Oh, my God. Let me say You too, so, her. Hey, look, yeah. you know what? I Thank you. And I like the idea. How long have you known about her in your work? How long has she been? A couple of years. A couple of years? Okay. Okay. And I'm pretty sure with the great with going. She did a big thing where she was playing and was playing a Herbie Hancock. We got her a lot of attention. Yeah. 
she's had things with the star of state. Other folks have kind of recognized her. She won a Grammy as Best New Artist. Yes, yes, that's right. She did. And, and look, and you guys know that. Hey, look, if I'm bringing this up, all the information online is there. You don't have to even wait for me on this one. This one is it's a no-brainer. And I'm getting educated about it because I, I believe you have to take it more down the road, especially in the arena of music where it's such a explosion of entrepreneurship. I believe everybody in music now has to be claimed. claiming that those are not an entrepreneur is totally different now. Yep. You have to take it on until you've done it. All right, going to the next. Like I said, some you know, some you don't know. Let's take you to Marlena Rukowska. All right? Rukowska. To watch this. Marlena's been playing bass for six years and collaborated with many artists. As a session musician, metal genre will be her best beloved music style and yeah. has recently recorded an album with a band made of hate. Marlena, uh, Marlena considers playing bass is not only her job, but also a way of life. Through her passion, Marlena has met many wonderful people all over the world. For instance, for instance, bass players united. She's part of a group. So I had to bring her in because I know Mario doesn't follow metal. <laughs> not lazy. No, no metal. But you got to give that respect because she's on her own now. She's not. She 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 moved away from the the band. Made for hate. She moved away. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Okay. She's working out, playing bass, playing metal. That's you know, there's certain areas of music that are really good old boy. I mean, like male. Yep. Testosterone overload. Right. Full of everything. Metal's that area. Yeah. Yeah, where you, you know, all the bullshit. And so, right. the fact that she's able to survive in that Metal. says something about her right. ability to play, perform, and, you know, right. hard nose kind of thing. Yes. So, got to give it to her. And, and we're talking about, she's, she's not considered what you call the mainstream. But what's happening coming up in these searches are stories about how and where they're going and how long they've been doing it. So I have one where there's a story prior. We talked prior, five years old. She just started six years ago. So she's making a name and already going off on her own. So you can find out more information, especially on Wikipedia, about the band and their influence and what they're doing over in Europe. All right, going to the next, which I think this is the most popular instrument a lot of times because every time I search, you know, when Jeanette Harris comes up and I say saxophone, I'm going, do you know how many women are playing the saxophone? It's so more than I ever expected. You know, so, a couple I remember uh, in the day. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple. I mean, I remember personally, but it's been a while. Right. For those who don't know, uh, let me just give you some information. Classically trained in both sax and piano, a graduate from Boston's Spain, Berkeley College of Music. Another one. And the saxophonist for the late, great Tina Marie's final year of touring. That I didn't know, and I didn't pay attention to that. Fans already recognize her for her wonderful career of Stevie Wonder's All I Do, with, which hit Billboard's smooth jazz singles charts from the previous uh, album called Saxify. So, Mario, do you remember the time we were around Tina? Do you remember her? Because she was on that whole tour of the Hot Lives thing. I'd, I'd have to go look. I didn't, didn't even hit. No. I wonder if she, that no, she wasn't part of the rehearsal. No, she wasn't. And she we, wasn't and part we of it. We filmed the rehearsals 
That was when she was getting that band together. together and right. Yeah, and she and had I, gotten right. the band together. And I don't remember when we were no. shooting the, con- the concert. Right. I don't remember. But she's widely recognized. No, I don't even have to ask Nick Mills. You know about your net. Don't play festivals. It's a no-brainer. I ain't got to say, oh, what kind of experience did you have as a... Oh, uh, I, I like her uh, personally. Very, you know, down-to-earth, personal person. And she's a good player, I would say. See, that's, that's so what we Respect that. You know, I'm not, I'm, and she's not a good player for a woman. She's a good player, player period. period. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I know, that's right. The, Right on. Yes, ladies of empowerment. Good musician all around. I mean, she and her brother, I think, produced the records together. Mm. She has a little thing going there. Um, That's what I'm saying. This is this is one of those where they influence. Of course, I'm going to set you up and try to nail you guys down on a... I love when I get those titty labels. You know what? You need to be $10. You know what? I'm not going to even elaborate I'm on that. I'm just saying they're beautiful. beautiful. I can't help it. I beautiful. love beautiful, talented women. Can, can, can you, $10 is your beautiful recognition label. You said $10. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. I love I'm it. I'm going to protect Neil from I love, I'm going to go check out her build that, that album. Yes. That I don't know. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Great name. Yeah. Great name. All right. Going over. Oh, I'm going to go over to somebody who may who may sit back and land uh, different prominence. Caroline Core, drummer, singer, percussionist, piano. Known to fans as the Chick with Stick, is an Irish singer and drummer from the Celtic folk rock band The Core. In addition to the drums, Core plays the bat, bat, ring, Cajun, percussions, and piano. So I've just you know it's some ethnic stuff, but you can't even say it. Ethnic instrument. Have you ever heard of her? Uh, no, I have not. Okay. But they're not big in Celtic music either, so. Right,
facts different. Now, Mario, was this your first awareness of T? Yeah, this is my first awareness. And I'm shocked because you are you a jazz musician. But she works out too. Are you saying? True. All these women like they can whip my ass. <laughs> 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 Take me. You're right. Hey, okay. <laughs> okay. So wait a minute. They can protect me. And I, I kid you not. I kid you not. There's something about the sax, and I guess it is true, that there's this sexiness about it because every time I brought up women who are in jazz, the two instruments I found mostly, guitar, sax, more than anything. Something more like piano? More than piano, which I was shocked. Now, well, maybe it's it was, a lot of piano. Yeah, it's a, a lot of piano. Piano, maybe. But so when you, when you put the term jazz, well, the, the thing about the saxophone is it, it's like the stalwart instrument of jazz, in a way. Right. You know, because it's like, that's it, you know, everybody associates jazz with the sax. Yes. You know? There you go. Now, I'm not going to put you guys... The guitar kind of came around relatively later, I know. Yeah, I mean, they're always the like, you have, uh, I mean, you have all kinds of instruments, but it's guitar been prominent in rock music. You, right, you think right. Of, yeah. If you think of rock music, right. you think of guitar, right? Right. And 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 so the same with the same talking with. If you think of jazz, you think of a saxophone right. first. You know, even though you can play, you know, kind of any style of music on any instrument or that. There you go. And people do it. They do. Okay. Now what I'm gonna do is this. This is gonna be an objective thing because it's based on what you've learned today, rather than rate who's the best, because that's too subjective. What I'm about to do is just to kind of take you on a journey where you literally are going to go at the top of the list on down. Mars going to take you at the top back down again. And you're going to say, who is the first two young ladies you're going to search just from the information you learned on the show? Who got your interest first and second? Although you'll search everybody, which two first, Mars? We'll take it down. Well, yeah, because... As for as espousing the one up top, and I can already tell you, I know. Right. She has got extensive YouTube videos that are excellent, with excellent, with excellent people. That's stuff on her. Right. Marlena, you wonder, it is metal. Does it go to the top of my list? I might go just to see her. <laughs> Jeanette Harris, I'm definitely going to do. Right. Sacrifice. Yep. Based on what you, I want to hear her version of Stevie Wonder is all I do. There you go. That's an impressive thing to take on. Okay. This is a track. Caroline Cora, uh, I might go just take a look. I'm not big on Celtic folk rock. Right. I did appreciate, you know, certain movies. Mm -hmm. Tia Fuller, I am curious. Yeah. yeah. Even though she, we didn't see the listing for her a solo project with her. Yeah. Yeah. So you wonder. So for me, the first one I would say probably is going right up to for me, Jeanette Harris. That's that's because Esperanza's a sh a sh already the she's a shooter. I got stuff. It's about what you learn here, not about where. Yeah, they Jeanette are. Harris. I, is more, I find interesting. Who's your number two? I'm really interested in. It. <laughs> You, you know, I see some something. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm I might go look at her this right. look. Right. I like Tia Fuller because it's easy that she's played with all the people I know. Right, that's an, it's so easy when you because you're correlating the group. I'm curious, curious about the Celtic right. folk rock. Right. Okay. So I will go because that's kind of interesting. Plus, she's a looker. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, I'm still a man. Right. Yeah. Well, hopefully. 